Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. This morning we have with us William Greenlaw from the class of 2017. He's representing the Fortzheimer House uh, and doing his senior talk. So please welcome William. This morning's Psalter comes from Psalm number 20, which can be found on page number 10 of your Black Appleton Psalter. Please rise as you're able. May the Most High answer you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend you. Send you out from the holy place, and strengthen you out of Zion. Remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice. Grant you your heart's desire, and prosper all your plans. We will shout for joy at your victory and triumph in the name of our God. May the Most High grant all your requests. Now I know that our God victories to be not tomorrow. Out of the holy heaven, God will answer with the strong and victorious right hand. Some put their trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will call upon the name of our God. They collapse and fall down, but the people of O oh God, give victory to our sovereign and answer us when we call. Amen.
The book of James, chapter 4, verses 13 through 14, the New International Version reads, Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city. Spend a year there. Carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. For what is life but a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes? This speech reflects very seriously on the value of time. And for a while now, I have as well. You see, before I came to Harvard, my mother cooked me a homemade breakfast every morning. This wasn't entirely out of concern for my nutrition. In fact, it had more to do with what I would call supervised eating. And so as she fussed over my waffles or steaming oatmeal, her real intention was to make sure I hadn't fallen asleep out of exhaustion face first into my breakfast. And so long before I had the luxury of being seven minutes late, the infamous Harvard time, she knew the value of the present time, which included the arrival of a certain young man at school well in advance of the bell. But once I had arrived in Cambridge, I had little time to doze. You see, I wanted to put myself in the best position to help my community after I graduated. And that dream, I believed, demanded sacrifice. I had to focus all of my energy on succeeding now so that I could help others later. I even called my father and told him that our daily conversations, which he valued tremendously, would now be limited to once a week. I tried to find the, the bass in my voice as I told him, this is how our things are going to be. Ironically, I had my family and my community foremost in my thoughts when I distanced myself from them. But in focusing so much with such single-mindedness on the future, I lost the present. And I worry that I'm not the only one. And I suspect that many of us retreat from potentially life-altering, real-time, and dare I say, transformative experiences in favor of some future good. Think back across your time at Harvard. How many of us have deferred donating to those folks with clipboards in Harvard Square to instead prepare our application for Goldman to give back when we're fabulously wealthy? And how many of us have postponed staffing the Y2Y homeless shelter to instead design policy proposals to ameliorate the homeless population? And how many of us have turned in the skeletons still waiting to catch a meal because we were too busy planning how to build community? At what point does planning for tomorrow become living in tomorrow. Sometimes those tomorrows never come, at least not the tomorrows we expect. On Easter Sunday morning of my freshman year, my church pastor called me, saying that my mother was sick and that I should hurry home. Before I could even start packing, another call came, this time from the emergency room. My mother had died from a heart attack. Didn't even make it to the hospital. And suddenly, for my mother and me, our future had become our past. And it was at this very moment that I began to first reassess the weight I gave to my tomorrows versus my todays. Of course, I'm not suggesting that we abandon forward thinking. And as we sit here today, entire callings, careers, families, friendships, relationships in the real world are just yet for the dreaming, tantalizing shimmers in like some galaxy of possibilities. But what about today? We have the chance to protest, to protect the least, the lost, and the left out among us, right now. We have the opportunity to support a friend struggling with issues of mental health, right now. We have the good fortune to give back to our family, our friends, our communities, right now, especially when they have already set the standard. Because we have all had someone who loved us into being, who embodied love freely given in the present whether it was a faith community that encouraged belief in a higher power, a belief in ourselves, 
or mentors from grade school and high school and the university who looked at us and did not see a problem but saw a pupil or family by blood or by choice who worked endless hours just so we could live in a better neighborhood, attend a better school, secure a better path to success. The first step to giving back is giving them our presence, not just the promise of our future. We cannot live so far into the future that we deny ourselves the satisfaction of the present because tomorrow belongs to tomorrow. Today belongs to us. I'll tell you frankly that I miss those mornings of waffle and oatmeal more than I can can say, even if I was asleep for most of it. And yet I know that beyond any doubt, my mother is with me in spirit every single day, right here, right now, cheering me on. And if I listen carefully, maybe I can hear her whisper the wisdom it took me so long to understand. Plan for a better tomorrow, my son, but act for a better today. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, for all the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. This morning's hymn is hymn number 36, My Soul Awake and Render. Would you please rise as you are able. tomorrow and live for today. May God go before us to lead us.
May God stand behind us to push us, on the side of us to guide us, above us to protect us, beneath us to sustain us, and in us 